That's a growler. Hello, and welcome to the Shining Light Podcast. This is a platform where we let our individual light shine through our personal testimonies of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ and the many blessings it brings to our lives. Here's our host, Don Trail Morrow. All right, I am here with some of our current missionaries from the Texas Houston East Mission, and I am excited to have them join me today and to give you guys a spiritual message out there of hope as we continue to go through the upheavals and changes that we're facing so far in this world and in our country. So, I want to introduce Elder Mehmet and Elder Thompson and kind of have them explain a little bit about where they're from and why they chose to come on a mission. So, Elder Mehmet, we will start with you. All right, I'm Elder Mehmet. I am from Sandy, Utah. Sandy, Utah is basically really boring. It's a suburb city, and I just live right on the golf course, so that's always nice. A reason I came out on my mission is because I wanted to set a good example to my uh, my cousins that are back home still, and I'm the fourth oldest out of 35 cousins. Wow. So I want to set a good example to them, and that's why I came out. That's awesome. I've been to Sandy. I wouldn't say it's boring. I mean... I, I think it's a nice city, but that's awesome that you're setting a wonderful example. Elder Thompson, what about yourself? So I am from Washington State in a small town called Sela. I'm about three hours east of Seattle in the middle of the state. And basically Sela is just orchards. <laughs> it's just a farm town. Not a lot happens. It's super quiet. And so it's quite a change being here in Texas, where there's a lot more people, and especially in this location, the Tascacita, there's a lot more traffic than I'm used to. Yes, it's so true. There, as, as many might be hearing, we are definitely outside next to a busy road. And, you know, it is actually more refreshing to be out here despite that traffic in the background, just because we've all been social distancing for so long. It's, it's starting to become... Oh, I don't know. A nuisance would probably be the best word, but it is for our own good, so we keep doing it. So, in this time uh, that you've been able to spend, I guess, more time even together without being able to do the normal missionary work of going out and, and knocking on doors and finding those to teach, I appreciate you first being willing to talk a little bit on the podcast and kind of you know, give yourselves an opportunity to, to talk about the importance of missionary work. But what have you two learned more since you've been in this quarantine state? That it gets really boring without other things to do. And being inside is actually nice. I mean, well, being out, sorry, being outside is actually a lot nicer than being inside all day. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather be outside more. And along with that, it kind of makes it more important to know your purpose as a missionary. And for any of you who don't really know what that purpose is, is is we're going out um, and we're those people that knock on doors, we'll call you up and we will we'll just be willing to share a message of Jesus Christ with you. Our whole purpose as missionaries is to help others come to Jesus Christ by helping them receive the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is faith, repentance, baptism, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, and lastly, enduring to the end. And so as we better understand that purpose, we are able to be productive while we're still inside. And so we're just finding new methods of, of helping people find that path to Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Thank you, Elder Thompson, for 
you know, still being out here and working hard. You and Elder Mehmet are just what our community needs, and you represent the hope of what the Savior gives to all of us during these trying times. And so, yes, I would definitely love it if you would just share us just um, a message about the importance of the restoration and what has occurred and been brought into our world through the Savior's love. Okay, so with the restoration, the main key principles of it is God is your loving Heavenly Father and that He loves you. In the Scriptures, New Testament, John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And that just Scripture just relates of how much He loves us, that He will give up His only Son to make sure that we will all live with Him again and be happy with Him. Yeah, and along with Heavenly Father loving us, is because He loves us, He wants to give us the best chance of us returning to Him. And so because we've been blessed by him he gave us what's known as the gospel of jesus christ and the reason he's given us that is because it blesses us both individually and as families the gospel of jesus christ there's a whole another lesson that we teach which is focused on that and it just it helps us it's a pathway for us to get back to our heavenly father by following the example of jesus christ and so because heavenly father loves us again he's blessed us with that so that we may have that path um, and he continually gives us this gospel of jesus christ and with that gospel how heavenly father reveals his basically his teachings, the gospel, to his servants, the prophets. And in Amos 3.7, it reads, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. And so it just it shows that he like wants us to know about him and wants us to be with him, that he will always have a messenger or always have a spokesperson for him to teach us and help us. And so one of those prophets that was in the, the scriptures is perhaps the most well-known, but often not thought of a, as a prophet, is Jesus Christ. Obviously, he's more than the prophet. He's a son of God, and he's the Lord of heaven and earth. And so while he was on the earth, though, he established the church, which gave us the priesthood, gave us ordinances, which allow us to return to Heavenly Father and prepare us for those, those progressions. And so, just real briefly again, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which he established, is faith in Jesus Christ, repentance, so forsaking, making sure our sins are taken care of, being baptized, um, which is also following in the example of Jesus Christ. As we know, he was baptized by immersion. And then immediately following that, we receive the Holy Ghost, which is a constant guide, and the third member of the Godhead, will, which will always be there so long as we're worthy. And then we also endure to the end, which means we're going to just keep following that cycle of having faith, remembering our baptismal covenants, continually repenting, and staying worthy of the Holy Ghost and heeding its promptings. So for Jesus Christ to fully save us and for us to fully be worthy enough to live with him again, Jesus Christ had to die for our sins. And so with Jesus Christ dying and his apostles being killed, the authority to run the church was gone from the face of the earth and kind of like a puzzle piece a puzzle falling to the ground each person grabbed their own pieces and tried to put it together and how those pieces could not fully be connected because people didn't feel like other pieces were important or feel what some were more important than the others yep and so the the restoration i like to view the restoration as like when you think of a car an old vintage car 
and it's being restored, you're not changing it at all. You're just bringing it back to its original condition. So like Elder Mamet just said with the puzzle, it's like grabbing all the puzzle pieces and putting them in the right order to fit the picture that it needs to be. And so um, because the great apostasy happened when, when there was no authority to govern the, the church and to run it, um, and there wasn't the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it naturally had to be brought back because Heavenly Father's not just going to reveal the gospel to a certain amount of people. He's going to want to reveal it to all of his children. And so in 1820, there was a boy named Joseph Smith who was quite confused about which church he should join um, and what church was right for him. Obviously, there's a bunch of different churches, especially at that time period. There's a great religious excitement. I mean, one day while he's reading the Bible, he read James 1.5, which reads, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. And so when Joseph Smith read this scripture, it just struck him with great power, and he felt the Spirit super strongly. And he decided that he needed to know wisdom as much as anybody else did. So he followed that direction from James and prayed. And he went into a, a set of trees. He knelt down humbly and prayed to Heavenly Father to know which church is true. And in his own words, he said, I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head, above the brightness of the sun, which descended gradually until it fell upon me. When the light rested upon me, I saw two personages, whose brightness and glory defy all descriptions, standing above me in the air. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son, hear him. So in this remarkable account, Joseph Smith saw God the Father and his son Jesus Christ, and they, they basically told him that none of the churches on the earth were true and had the fullness of the gospel. Um, they drew near unto them, but they, they didn't have the fullness of the gospel, so they didn't know all the truths and couldn't really have the full gospel of Jesus Christ and the authority to do so. So in due time, Joseph Smith was led to restore the gospel, and he uncovered an ancient record, these golden plates buried in a hill near his home, um, which is just it's, it was translated through the power of God into what's now known as the Book of Mormon, which is another testament of Jesus Christ. So with the Book of Mormon, it is another testament of Jesus Christ. It is set after the Old Testament and before the New Testament. And it basically gives another account of the people in the ancient Americas who escaped from Jerusalem that were a man named Lehi and his family out of vision from God saying to leave because it was going to get destroyed. And they soon learned that it did get destroyed. And so it teaches about their faith in Jesus Christ during that time of the Book of Mormon and even his resurrection and how Jesus Christ visited them in the Americas. Yeah, and so the Book of Mormon, it's solely just another testament of Jesus Christ. It's not here to replace the Bible or to take more importance than it. Um, we use them hand in hand to come and understand Jesus Christ on a more important level. And in the introduction of the Book of Mormon, there's just these two paragraphs that we like to read. It says, We invite all men everywhere to read the Book of Mormon, to ponder in their hearts the message it contains, and then to ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if the book is true. Those who pursue this course and ask in faith will gain a testimony of its truth and divinity by the power of the Holy Ghost. Those who gain this divine witness from the Holy Spirit will also come to know by the same power that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world, that Joseph Smith is his revelator and prophet in these last days, and that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the Lord's kingdom once again established on the earth preparatory to the second coming of the Messiah. So we simply invite everybody, just like it's stated in that paragraph, if you want to know more about Jesus Christ and you want to come closer unto him and learn 
God's plan for you, the Book of Mormon will help you understand that in addition to reading the Bible. And I know that the Book of Mormon is true um, from my personal studies from it. I was raised in the gospel, but I made the decision to come out of mission, not because I was forced to, but because I prayed and asked Heavenly Father if the Book of Mormon is true and if the gospel of Jesus Christ had been restored. And I know that it has. And I just would love anybody who just has any inkling or any small amount of desire to, to, to come under Jesus Christ to just really push themselves and just try out this Book of Mormon and just really trust in Heavenly Father to answer your prayers because he'll tell you the truth of it. Obviously a lot more than we can because we're strangers to you guys, but Heavenly Father knows that, that the book is true and he'll let you know. And I just want to bear my testimony saying that I know that the Book of Mormon is true and how Joseph Smith fully restored Jesus Christ's church on the earth and how how the Book of Mormon has been able to help me in my life and how using it to compare to the Bible to go hand in hand with it to help strengthen my faith in Jesus Christ has been a blessing to me. I know that this church is true and that Jesus is the Christ. And I say his name, name Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, elders, for sharing your testimony and for helping us every day and, and taking time out of your busy lives and schedules to really serve the Lord in this capacity. You know, myself, I've been a member of the church 19 years, and it was through missionaries like yourselves that I was able to find the restored gospel. And I do know for a fact that it is true that the Savior has done this marvelous work and has made sure that there is a prophet living on the earth today to help lead us and guide us through all the troubling times that we face, including the one currently that we face with this COVID-19. I know that the Book of Mormon is the Word of God, and I know for a surety that the Lord has made it possible through His priesthood authority back on the earth again for us to live together with our families and with those that we have been placed with in families here on this earth. And I, I thank you guys again, and God bless you guys. Thank you for giving me some of your time today and, and sharing this great message. Thanks. Have a good day. Yeah, it was super fun, Don Trell. And yeah, again, we just invite all to continually pray to Heavenly Father, especially in these dire circumstances with COVID-19. And um, we just know that Heavenly Father is there and he has control of what happens and he's always there for us. Amen.